0: Welcome to the Wrestling Fans Insight Sunday Takedown I am your host, John Hoppy, and alongside with my brother and favorite co-host Well, not my favorite, wow, just kidding (laughs) One of my co-hosts, I'm sorry to the other three How you doing, brother?
1: Oh, I'm fantastic, except for my knee Yeah,
0: we'll, uh, right as we were doing the music countdown, we'll uh, racked his knee pretty good in the computer desk here (laughs)
2: Well, because we'll make him sit in the corner and he would probably be okay.
0: Well, if he would, uh, you know, if he would just behave himself once in a while and not, like, rock around. <laughs> just so, other than your knee, how you doing? Don't give me that look. But he would
1: start that shit with me. <laughs> Just wait. Put out a
2: cigarette in his eye. I mean, hi.
1: Hey, 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 hey! It's (laughs) not smoke break time. But (laughs) like I told you, things at work got extremely crazy and whatnot. So it's just been extremely busy, and I'm exhausted. I had a hard time keeping up with everything this week. So
0: yeah, it was there was a lot to unpack this week. And hello, Tricia Pilot. Thank you for joining us. And another Facebook app user saying good afternoon. uh Carlos is also in the house. How you doing, brother?
2: Good. A little tired from my, my late-night bender of wrestling yesterday, but I'm good. I'm here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Heather, how are you, Chica?
3: Doing good. Just a little bit tired. Just trying to keep up with all the wrestling stuff going on. I'm doing good.
0: Uh-oh, I'm starting to see a pattern here. Uh, Brian, how are you?
4: I'm good. I think we uh, all are feeling the SummerSlam hangover. Um <laughs> You know, Will's probably your favorite co-host because he's sitting right in that room to you. So if you are not safe to answer that question, don't respond for the next five <laughs> seconds. There we'll does happen
0: that. to be a mallet to my left. So, <laughs> yeah, he's not lying and a screwdriver. So, but this is the wrong program for what we're covering today. <laughs> That's supposed to be for the other program on chaos. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. Well, let's talk, oh, whoops, I forgot to mute my uh, notifications, but uh, Carlos, how did your space go Wednesday night?
2: Um, I had technical difficulties, so it was, it, I couldn't hear anything, so the only person I really heard was Chris, um, but at the same time, it, it went well, I mean, we're, we're, we're building a fan base, there's, so there's some passionate, definitely AEW fans out there, but just also people who are willing to have good conversations and, and bring something to the table, so overall, it was a good experience, I think. Awesome.
4: When I tagged in, it was Leroy and uh, Chris running the
2: whole show. Yeah, because I couldn't hear us, but at the same time, I just, I just let them kind of do their thing. They stepped in, so thank you to both those guys.
0: Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. Um, X has got a good platform, but they still got a few bugs to work out on that space. That It was like that back when it was Twitter and all that, so... You know, okay. it, it's it, it's a work in progress, but I think with having multiple platforms, it's been
4: really nice for us to get out there and talk wrestling with everybody. So, and it did cut us off at the end. Did you notice that, Carlos? It just chopped us right off. Oh, end I, of I
2: ended it finally. Oh,
4: did you? Okay, <laughs> well, yeah. I just like cut everybody off mid-sentence. I was like, "Whoa!" So,
2: yeah, well, because like I couldn't like because my phone kept messing up, and then I was like, I was trying to like do something. And and so like I hit something and then had I had to restart Twitter. So when I restarted it, it took it away. Gotcha. But then we started another space right after that. Yeah, one of the listeners
1: <laughs> said
4: screw it, I'll create my own space. And
2: <laughs> oh yeah, just, that's how. I mean, that's and that's it's cool like that. That's that's really again, the IWC community as far as spaces go, it's pretty cool like that because they'll just someone else will just start a space and let people talk and. It's it's been it's been a, it's been an interesting experience. Again, I've been I've been enjoying it. So it's we're building a we're building a good community little by little, which is what you want.
0: Yeah, we also have another space that debuted, not necessarily wrestling related, but more with the mental health. And Heather and her friend Obey Jess started a mental health space on this past Thursday, which I felt was a pretty good one for everyone. For the very start, you know, it was an experiment. But Heather, you're going to go again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, correct?
3: Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 oh,
0: my time. I'm sorry, 8 p.m. Eastern, sorry. Yeah. I'm getting the time zones mixed up again. <laughs> sorry. All that hot air drying our brain cells out here in Utah. <laughs> but. No, I, I thought it was a great starting space to experiment with, and uh, we'll eventually get you a name going for it. But that was a great job you and Jess did
3: Thursday night. Yeah, we got to get it a little, try to, you know, get a little bit more structure to it and come up with some topics and stuff. But yeah, we're pretty good. You know, just actually having a space, you know, to be able to talk and discuss some stuff and, uh, you know, because just like having people to talk to, you know, that's one of the key things, you know.
0: Yes, without a doubt, and I mean, you want a spot where you know people can trust and get some tips, or you know, maybe a new process on how to handle their mentalities.
2: So, oh, you guys just liked it because I was there and I couldn't and I couldn't speak back and stick up for myself. That's the, that's why you guys both enjoyed it. <laughs> well,
0: duh, we kick you while you're getting
2: <laughs> exactly. Oh,
0: <laughs> whatever. No, Carlos knows we were doing it out of fun, so quit playing the victim here.
2: And good job to you, John, too, with that space as well, helping them out. It was you, did, you all did a good job.
3: Yeah. Yeah, John helped out a lot.
0: Well, I was there in mostly supporting, get Heather in the right direction. So. And a shout I, out to
2: John's. Shout out to John's better half, Sarah, too, who was there. You know, yes. contributing a lot as well.
0: Yes, I and I forgot to mention her because of course she you did. But you know what, kiss it, carlos But. <laughs> No, no, I, I actually more, more than appreciated my wife for doing that with me because I know how hard it is to talk to new people and whatnot. And she, she's like many of us who struggle with mental health too. So, I Sarah, if you're listening, we loved having you there and sharing your experiences, helping us get started with kind of what's always an awkward first time space. So, but again, uh. Trisha Pilot asked, do we have a link for that? I will get it to you a little bit later today, Trisha. So I will uh, send you the link for that space. Uh, but let's get right to it. We had a, quite the last couple of weekends with WWE P- PLEs. And uh, first off, we started off with NXT's Great American Bash. I didn't have time to do the or midweek recap and end-of-the-road results, so I'm just going to kind of combine it in a way. And sorry these matches aren't in order for NXT's Great American Bash, but I'm just going to go through the results real quick. The Metaphor, or sorry, the team of Dragon Lee, Nathan Fraser, Yulissa Leon, and Valentina Faroes defeats the Metaphor. For The NXT North American Championship Dominic Mysterio retained over Wesley and Mustafa Ali In the Weapons Wild match Roxanne Perez came out victorious over Blair Davenport uh, There was a no contest Between Baron Corbin and Gabe Stevenson Or Stevenson so I gave Everybody a point on that one you're all welcome For the NXT Tag Team Championship The family Tony D'Angelo and Stax become the new champions over Gallus <gasps> <laughs> the submission match, which I thought was pretty killer for the NXT Women's Championship, Tiffany Stratton retained over Thea Hale. And the main event, the NXT Championship, Carmella Hayes retained over Ilya Dragunov. Um, will you watch this event?
1: Correct. I,
0: I really,
1: yeah, but it might be
0: foggy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you want me to start off with Carlos then? Yeah. What? Okay, Carlos. Jeez. <laughs> oh, you like the attention, boy. But why don't we start off with your thoughts on NXT Great American Bash?
3: Hey,
4: Real quick, guys, I'm getting some feedback on here. Are you guys hearing that?
2: Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, okay. Is that my TV? Let me turn it down. Yeah, I think it? it's taking okay, your okay, TV. Yeah, just there you go. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'll watch
0: my porn later. Carlos, let's get your thoughts on NXT Great American Bash.
2: Um, It was, it was good. I mean, uh, I, I, like I, again, for me, I think like you said, I was, I I was pleasantly surprised with the Hale and and Tiffany Strand's match Um, for me. Like I think Thea is a special talent because to me, like her facial expressions, like she reminds me like of a Ruby Soho, like where she she can sell with her face, and I think that's something that shouldn't go unnoticed by WWE. And I think that they see that they have something special in her. Um, I thought that was really good. I mean, the whole, the whole card delivered. Um, I'm glad Dominic won, of course. I think you know it's smart to keep him on NXT right now with the ratings going the way they are. Um, I just I think overall it delivered. Um, again, my match of the night would definitely be Carmelo and Dragon off, even though. I feel like their chemistry is off a little bit. I mean, Dragunov just delivers in the ring. I really like that match as well. Um, I was happy to see um, the family finally get a finally get some gold in, around their waist. Um, I think that they've been, you know, a staple of WWE, and I, and I really thought with the amount of time they've been um, dedicating to them, story wise, that they were going to get the win, and, and I'm glad that they did. Um, interesting to see where they go next for Gallus, but overall, I thought it was a good show. I think it was entertaining, especially for being, um, it is, you know, it is, it's brand development, you know, and it is what it is, but overall I think the show delivered.
0: Heather, did you have any thoughts coming off the great American bash?
3: Um, I, I thought it was, overall it was, it was a pretty good show, you know, cause you know, normally I don't really keep with the nice teeth, but, um, the Carmilla Hayes and Dragonov match like it was killer. Um, yeah, I saw everybody talking about, you know, it was match of the um year contender and all this stuff. And but yeah, it was a really good match right there. Um I yeah, you know, I, I had already said, you know, that I thought Roxanne was gonna beat um uh, there Davenport because of the, her new killer streak or whatever you wanna call it. You know, that she was getting her ass beat at first but then she finally came back. Um so I enjoyed that match and um the Baron Corbin Bronson Reed match. What the fuck? I mean, not Bronson Reed, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm sorry. My, I'm tired. (laughs) So (laughs)
0: yeah,
3: I'm tired. I'm sorry. But I mean, what even was the purpose of that match? I don't even understand that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, I thought it was a pretty good show. I was glad, you know, for Dragon Lee and, um, Nathan Frazier and I don't even know the two girls, but I I was glad that they won. Um, But yeah, for me not to really be NCNST, I enjoyed the show.
0: Brian, uh, did you happen to do an episode tap out talk for? I did. Um, I'll give you some highlights
4: on it. Awesome. uh, One of the reasons I will answer the question. Why Gable Stevenson and Baron Corbin were fighting? Because Baron Corbin is now a pirate and he wants Gable Stevenson's gold, right? He wants that Shut Olympic the- gold, matey. <laughs> so that's a little bit of why he's fighting Gable stevens Then, so
2: all kids. So I'm, I'm gonna take it from um, that from that first remark. You're leaving, I, aside, it, you're yeah, leaving the side chicken You're leaving the side chick
4: home this he, week. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I am interested in some of the developments here that they had. But uh, so Baron Corbin. Uh, He's a safe opponent for Gable Stevenson for his first ever debut match. I like that it ended in kind of a weird count out. And I like that they kind of got Stevenson used to more of the professional wrestling style versus the amateur wrestling. Um, And they just got to work on that. It's development. So Um, I liked the Tiffany Stratton match with Thea Hale. Um, I've had my eye on Thea Hale as a talent since like her Nikita Knight days, which was she had some dark matches and stuff. And I just, I don't know, something the way she played to the crowd it drew me in. And um, I like to see her succeed. So I kind of, you know, she's definitely not ready to be champion yet, but I do, you know, Stratton's the way to go there. But I do like that they're starting to give her some exposure there with Chase U. Um, for me, though, a couple things that I am interested to watch a little further is Wes Lee um, having the triple threat match against two main roster guys. And what that does tell me is that the WWE is grooming and getting a scouting report to see if Wesley's ready for main event level, you know, as far as performance. And I could see him going to the main event. Um, I don't think, you know, he's going to go walk in and be, you know, the champion of the world, but I do see him as like a tag team or something mid card. I would really like to see a ricochet Wesley tag team. Um, I just think those two would be electric together. If they could come up with an actual team name and make them look legit and I think that it could just be one of the most exciting tag team champions in the WWE. And then um, Trick Williams is where I was really interested when watching this because I always said the wrestling trope is, you know, when your bodyguard and your muscle starts talking about how close he is with you and how you guys are best friends. I said, oh, no, he's going to betray him in the main event. And I was waiting for the Trick Williams betrayal. It didn't happen in the main event of Great American Bash. And so, um, you know, I think that could be the fun next big feud. All
0: right. William? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He was on the other program.
1: <laughs> no, my brain's just kind of dead today. Oh, overall, I thought it was about a And you're going to you're going to be surprised about this out of a five star event. I'm actually placing this as a four. And it was for one, it, it gave me a lot of surprises that I wasn't expecting Two is it was, it was pretty much solid all the way through, except for the whole bearing Corbin Gable Steveson match, but no, I, I, there wasn't a bad part about it. I think overall WWE had a very solid week. It wasn't anything spectacular. Wow. Yeah, that is very surprising from you. Um,
0: not to one up you, but I think I'm gonna give it more of a four and a half out of five, be honest. I thought I thought this card was actually really well done. I know a lot of people were were kind of mixed on seeing new tag team champions with the family over Gallus, but the problem is is they've been needing new tag team champions now for the last two events and I think Gallus, one, is just ready to move up to main roster anyway. But two, Tony D was due for a championship somewhere in his career, especially in NXT. I, I like his character, but I just don't think he's main roster ready. See, my, especially with
1: stacks under his wing, you know. See, my only big drawback so far for this event, I'm just, I'm kind of tired of waiting to see Carmelo Hayes move up. He's ready.
0: Really? So you you would have rather seen the title change to Elia? Absolutely. But
2: what to counteract that? What if? What if? But what if they brought him up and didn't do anything with him? Would you? I mean, wouldn't you rather see him as a champion, being the main star, than going up the main roster and not being utilized, like J.D. McDonough, for example?
1: I would have a problem if they decided not to utilize him. That's always an irritation that we all have with it, but it doesn't take away from the fact that he's so damn talented that he really should be up there.
0: Man, I can I can agree with that. I thought I oh sorry, were you trying to say something, Carlos? No. Oh, okay. Sorry, my video is glitching on me a little bit. Um, I thought those two put on one hell of a match for a main event level. I mean, that was definitely NXT championship worthy match for a PLE like that. Yeah. Uh, the match I thought was very. At first, on paper, you were like, oh, shit, this is not going to end well. But it actually surprised the hell out of me was that submission match for the NXT Women's Championship match. One, because these are the two... I believe this match was the youngest age competitor's match of all PLEs. Yep. And these two really brought it. Um, When I first started this podcast in... I was given my reviews on Tiffany Stratton. I was not very high on her. In fact, I will be the first to say I was not into her character whatsoever. He was
1: back here in the studio rolling his eyes. Yeah.
0: Well, even the, even the, (laughs) even my, uh, I guess you can say co-host back then before you, him and I had lots of disagreements between her. And I guess in some ways I kind of owe him, uh, a little bit of an apology i'll probably do it at work or something (laughs) because i see him at the office but you know i i was not i was ready to give up on tiffany stratton she was just did not seem like she was dealing well with the talent and then after realizing you know she's brand new let's give her a chance and you know as they utilized her more in the ring she's gotten much better she's become a Really great talent, and I think they made a great move putting that championship on her.
1: Yeah, uh, this was a hard match for me to watch just because it's one of those times where I'm a fan, a big fan of both of them.
0: Yeah. So Thea, Thea Hill, despite her being green still, she improves every match she's participated in, but also, I mean, sh- using submission, caliber moves, you don't see that very much from young rookies. I mean, not this early in their career. At Thea Hill, I think has got a good career. I think she does have a good future as long as she continues to keep working in
1: that ring. What do you think, next AJ Lee? no, no,
2: <laughs> no I think she's I think she's like a Ruby Soho with the facial expressions that she can.
0: <laughs> well, and I think she's got five more pounds on AJ Lee too. So, <laughs> um, but you know, I just. I, th- I think there's a lot of promise in both these women here in the future when they go main event level. Um, the Gable Stevenson and Baron Corbin match, though, that kind of, <laughs> I would say that was probably the bummer of all the matches on the card. One, because I don't like double count out or double disqualification finishes. To me, that one should have had a decisive winner, and it did not, I mean, for Baron Corbin being used to put over talent lately. If you're going to keep going that direction, put him over. It did show that Gabe Stevens, ah, Gable Stevenson. I keep having a hard time with his name like everybody else. It did show that he could hold his own up against any talent. However, I still felt he was maybe just a little too green to be on this
1: main card, if you know what I mean. So you're having a hard time with his name? Yes. Just as bad as the Japanese names. Let's flip it around and call him Steve Gableson. Oh, jeez. No, no, we're not pulling the
0: Daniel Bryan (laughs) effect here. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus,
2: how about we just call him? How about we call him Kurt Angle from Wish?
0: Oh, I think Bayer from (laughs) Wish is gonna
4: kind of that point. I'm glad they took that match more out of the ring and that they didn't do a lot of Matt wrestling with that because they got to get rid of the Kurt Angle Olympic, you know, they got to get rid of the comparisons from him right now because if they keep you know, making him compared to the Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle, he's going to, his career is going to be over before it starts. So I was glad that they kind of went away from that. in these first matches here with, him, or the first match with him, Um yeah, but- just to build him up.
0: Wouldn't you think though, you could have done this cinematic style though, with like a amateur wrestling mat, you know, how you got the circle on the mat and they keep them inside. That probably would have been made more sense, but, I just don't, I think if you're going to put them in the arena, you could still have them in the ring, but they're not going to necessarily be all
4: technical wrestling either. I mean, if you're going to go cinematic, let's get them on a pirate ship, man. Oh, Jesus. Let's just yeah. have them, like, fight on a pirate ship, Pirates of Caribbean style, you know.
0: I was going to say, you're going to go Jack Sparrow on us now.
4: That's right, man. Oh, dear Lord.
0: And down the keyholes,
4: <laughs> Mr. Schmidt. <laughs>
0: But uh, before we uh, decide to move on to SummerSlam, uh, Brian, did you have any final thoughts
4: to give? Now, uh, for me, this is I always look at it as developmental um, and I take that for what it's worth. When I tell myself that I remind myself and I always look at these as the uh, the two hour in your house shows from back in the day. I always try to I know they are go a little over now, but I look at that as like, look, these are just mixing and matching and trying things out. And so. You know, if I compare it to an in-your-house, I'm like, yeah, it was about right there. I don't expect it to be, like, a WrestleMania. Um, And that's helped me enjoy the product a lot more when I've lowered my expectations for NXT.
2: All right, Carlos, do you
4: have any final thoughts?
2: It was entertaining. Like, again, to me, like, I, I just look at it as, like, it's a, I appreciate them giving us content, but it wasn't, I mean, again, to me, like, I, I think you guys are being generous with your guys' ratings if I'm being honest but it is what it is um I mean, you know that that's the thing I, I appreciate about wrestling is that we all has different fans but um it was it was i would give it a three out of five if I'm being honest it's just i've seen um but same time it was it was it was still good i mean it was it was nice to have wrestling to watch on a sunday
0: and heather did you want to give any final thoughts or
3: Oh, when y'all were talking about two things starting, did y'all happen to see where, um, her TikTok video where she was putting Thea Hale over and where she was talking about how she really, um, g- uh, gave her, you know, a good match and, um, how she really hurt her arm and she was so close to giving up. But, you know, she's some about that little girl and all that, but she really put her over and talking about what a good match that she had with her. Did y'all happen to see that?
0: I did. Um, I thought it was would- Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool of Stratton to do it, but you also, I mean, I know they're still early in their careers, but you want to be careful exposing that too much on a kayfabe standpoint. Um, if If it was like some other type of interview, that would have been pretty cool. And I just, but no, it was awesome that she did give Thea Hill her props though. That was, that's not something you see very often with other talent these days.
3: Yeah, I just, I just thought it was cool. That's what, you know, I just, I happened to think about it when y'all were talking about her, I just, cause then you know, I hadn't like her attitude and stuff. You know I just really hadn't liked her very much, but now I saw that, you know, I just thought it was pretty, pretty cool. And, you know, Thea was so upset, you know, cause she had lost the match cause you know, the towel was thrown in or whatever, but I, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty good match there. And I just, I kind of made me like uh, Tiffany Stratton a little bit more when she did that TikTok video. <laughs> so. That's all I had to say. I just thought it was cool.
0: All right. And yes, Carlos, we might have been a little generous, but you know what? Like you said, we do have different viewpoints, and that's why I love our show. So but that's Exactly. What we- and again, I'm and again, like, oh, I, different the wrong- WWE yeah. fanboys. <laughs> 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 that's an inside joke because we were talking before on the air, so <laughs> but um, why don't we go over the results so far for our predictions for the Great American Bash? And it really hurts me to say this. Uh, Carlos, but it doesn't hurt me to say this part. Carlos and Heather joined parts in taking the lead out of the seven matches. They both predicted six correct. Brian and I took third for five out of seven. Sorry, William. You were in the last with four for
1: seven. <laughs> what you get when you shoot from the hip. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, that's true. But no,
0: uh, that was, again, I thought it was an overall good card. But why don't we uh, go from a good card to a better card, in my opinion. And we're going to talk about WWE SummerSlam. I thought this was, uh, compared to last year, I think it dropped a little bit. I still was entertained by the entire event. Um, unfortunately, I was one of the few that managed not to just watch the PLE but watch the conference. And I'll say it out loud. I thought the conference was a little bit of a disaster right after, so I'm not gonna sugarcoat that one for sure. It was one of those deals where I think Triple H should have been like, uh ah, shit, let's end it. <laughs> but nonetheless, kudos to for them putting it up with it up until I think it was 30 Eastern time in the morning, so uh, Will, do you have any good thoughts on uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was reading A comment from Trisha. hey, now I Guess, didn't I not get any Sorry, Trisha, I wasn't Trying to neglect you But <laughs> I forgot What you said last week and didn't mark it down So my apologies uh, What was your overall thoughts on Last night's PLE event?
1: I didn't watch it until this morning Oh, <laughs> bad monkey. Okay, you can no. have my schedule. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. We lost. Did we lose Heather? No, nope. temporarily. I'm sure she'll okay. be back. But, um. um, honestly, SummerSlam, there were a few disappointments for me. Uh, first of all, them dropping two of the matches that kind of irritated the crap out of me.
0: Now, hang on. Triple H said there was no such thing as drop matches last <laughs> yeah Okay. the card was not set stone.
1: <laughs> Just I, not everybody makes it on the card is yeah. the way to put it. I'm I'm not accepting that answer. No, neither were we. They got <laughs> dropped. I was disappointed with that. Um overall I gave it a three and a half on on the uh content. I really think NXT actually upstaged SummerSlam. Uh Hey, can you repeat that so Carlos understands? I- I'm did?
2: laughing on the inside. I'm like, you guys are just, like, kidding me.
1: <laughs> go ahead and laugh. <laughs> really, when it comes to the solidarity of the content, I, I truly believe NXT did better than Summerslam did.
2: And no, and I'll joke it aside. Like I, I. Like there's like, I have a friend too, like on Twitter, who's a, like, she's a big fan of MLW and and other people who are big fans of Impact. And so like, I, I can, I, I've already told this to Will before. Like I love, I love that he appreciates the NXT product so well because they do deserve to have their fans like that. So uh, no hard, again, it's all, it's all good fun, but I disagree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of what gave me the feelings I did with SummerSlam was, A lot of it was really just kind of predictable, even though I came in last again on my predictions. Um, Some of it was really great. Uh, One of the biggest things that I enjoyed was more so actually the Cody and and Brock Lesnar match because of the ending. Seeing Brock give that rub is very important to see when somebody's getting towards, you know, the back end of their career.
0: Yeah, um, I guess there's a rumor that Brock might possibly be <laughs> going back to USC. I don't know how true that is because that's the first time I heard about
1: it. But I, I don't think he's got a whole lot of rivalries left to play out in the WWE.
0: No, I mean, he's pretty much faced every big man he can except probably Gunther. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, so uh,
3: they said he was going to be at Fastlane.
1: Oh, see, there we go. As as far as, you know, the the Roman Reigns-Jey Uso match, sorry, I'm over it. What? They, they, They found a way to just continue the bloodline. I've already said it. I'm tired of it, even though they're playing a different angle. I'm done.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, why don't we go to Brian
0: on his reaction?
4: All right. Um... <clears throat> did you guys hear any of my thoughts last night about it?
0: Unfortunately
4: not yet. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So um, you just want me to kind of give yeah, you the overall go and, okay. ahead and give us I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be too negative right away, but um, all right. So let me compliment first. WWE did a good job with the placement of their matches on this card. Uh, I thought it was a really good order. We started out with a really great, um, opening matchup with Logan Paul Ricochet. I thought that was a great way to warm up that crowd. Not that they need to be warmed up right away, but I mean, they got them in there and it got, it was a really great special attraction. Um, And then, you know, going on straight through with the Brock and Cody and then, then inserting that battle Royal. I mean, that was just, I felt like their card was well-placed through the night. So um, some of my things um, I did enjoy the Brock Cody match itself. Um, you know, and I wasn't that excited about the feud going into it as much. And so for the match itself, I did enjoy it. I appreciated the fact that Brock, um, it was about a, I want to say it was like a 20 minute match, roughly. I think it came in on the clock about, eh, about 18 minutes. But, um, you know, for that, for a Brock Lesnar match, I thought that was a lot of effort there. What I did not like in that match, um, kind of counterpoint to will a little bit. Um, I did not like that ending with the nicey, nice, let's hug, and now we're friends Uh, for two reasons. One, Brock Lesnar is a dominant ass kicker that does not make friends with anybody. Um, If anybody should have been that person, maybe the undertaker in that sense. But even then, that's Brock's character. And then two, um, if a guy breaks my arm a month and a half ago, I'm not like all is forgiven, no worries. And and if you're spitting loogies on me during the match, as Cody alluded to in the press conference. And for me, I'm just like, no, I don't forgive. You can't forgive somebody that easy for, you know, if you want us to buy into the kayfabe broken arm thing. So I did not like that part of it. Um, I thought it came across as desperate by the WWE to get Cody um, put over. And I don't think Cody needed that, frankly. So that was kind of my overall low point of that part of the, the match, even though they had a great match there. Um, I liked LA night, when in the battle Royal um, friends that were there in attendance. They were telling me the Ronda Rousey, everybody almost went to the bathroom during that match. You could see it. Um, <laughs> yeah. They were, they were just like, they said everybody was leaving for that.
0: Well, and, and sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but it was also the less crowd noised match in all of the event.
4: Yeah. And that tells me the WWE didn't do a good job building it up, which we kind of discussed previously. Um, I do like the fact that they tried to do an MMA thing. I wish they would have done a Lions Den match or something. to enclosed them a little bit more, but it is what it is. Um, Gunther, I just, you know, that match was kind of a slower pace for me than what I'm used to seeing, but I still we think we all knew that result. And then um, for me, the match of the night was honestly the World Heavyweight Championship match. Um, that felt like that could have been on a SummerSlam major pay-per-view. I liked the Finn Balor Seth Rollins interaction. Um, Seth Rollins's wardrobe just scares me more and more. Uh, he just
0: <laughs> he just I, needs to stay out of Becky's closet. He's
4: got to stay out of his closet, out of the closet. I'm telling you guys, like, <laughs> like, like he's got. He, he, there is a daughter they have. Is it a daughter or son they have? It's a daughter yeah, they're going to start remembering this. Okay. So, you know, they gotta, you know, you gotta definitely get there. Um, I like how,
0: okay. You're a parent though, right? What, what, what do you think embarrasses the kid more that the way their parents dressed and having those pictures or showing the pictures of their early childhood?
4: Uh, you know what? I think it, might be that first one you mentioned. I don't know. They might like, <laughs> or your, oh, please, or your dad's or your dad
2: me, or your dad's dick pics that you can find online. Uh, okay. I mean let's let's keep it real. I mean let's, I think he has he has he has worse things to worry about.
4: What's for keeping this show PG thanks so I did appreciate the world heavyweight championship match and then when they took it into third gear they used the money in the bank briefcase perfectly and they actually foreshadowed a feud between Finn Damien, Damian, but they also foreshadowed it between Seth and Damian. And I like how they utilized that without cashing in uh, the women's championship match. Um, you know, again, money in the bank being used appropriately. And then the final match though, it just wore out for me. And I don't know if it was because I was so tired by the end of the night, um, we were going towards the four hour mark, but I don't think tribal combat really did anything for me. And I, I found myself at a you know, 36 minute match at that long of a night I found myself just not finding anything special about it. Um, and then the whole Jimmy thing, um, to me, that it's not logical. It doesn't make sense. Jimmy was the one that started this whole little rebellion. And so that tells me that WWE needed to find a quick fix for Roman being gone. And now we got brother versus brother at payback, I'm sure. But I just don't like the wishy-washy reverse swerve stuff. So, all right, I tried to stay positive as possible. But, yeah, get my points across
0: so yeah way to be negative there brian (laughs) heather let's get your thoughts
3: um she's speechless wow um, i know (laughs) so great (laughs) it's storming here it's storming here and we're having a little bit of problem with the internet and stuff um uh well yeah the uh well, yeah, y'all know how I feel about the whole Roman situation. Like, oh, my God, I was so freaking mad myself. Like, it just does not make any sense for a Jimmy to come out and just to do that. And the only thing that I like, I heard seen a lot of people saying that um, that he is not he was not doing it for Roman. Like he was kind of resenting Jay, you know, because he didn't get the title shot. And so because like it it wasn't like for him like celebrating with Roman or anything like that i just I, I think it's stupid i'm like so sick of the the whole stupid thing and then now roman's going away for months and so he just gets to sit on the title and not defend it like get just get rid of it like he does not need to have a title anymore i'm just, i'm so over it just beyond over it and I'm just like the the world heavyweight championship, you know, the whole thing, of course, the judgment they always has to get involved and everything. And Damien caught himself helping uh Finn. He ended up costing Finn the match. Um then, you know, Bianca's, you know, supposedly hurt herself and then, you know, then come back and she won the belt with just for EO to cash in. Um I don't know. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed the show, but it was, and then like the whole Brock Lesnar and Cody thing. They said at the end when he when Brock did that and you know raised uh, Cody's arm and everything, that was un, that was not supposed to be done. That was totally Brock doing that on his own. Triple H said that himself. Uh, so I mean, I thought that was a cool moment. Y'all, you know, y'all said y'all didn't like it or whatever, but I thought that was cool. Uh, but, you know, yeah, and Brock is, I don't know, they said they don't know what they're going to do with him, like, who's, his next opponent's going to be, whether it's going to be Babyface, heel, whatever, but they did say he's coming back from Fastlane, um, but yeah, and the battle royal, and then, you know, a lot of people were bitching because they said that Trish versus, um, Becky was kicked because the battle royal. well, Triple H said it was not even, supposed to be on the match, uh, on the card because there was no matches, uh, Announced, but I don't. I don't believe that because I thought it was advertised for Summerslam. Um, but I mean, I'm glad LA Not won the Battle Royal because you know I think he it, it's past time for him to get a push. You know he needs because they keep dropping the ball with him. But yeah, you know I mean I I enjoyed the show. Um, but yeah, screw Roman. Like I always say, screw Roman.
0: You don't want to acknowledge him. But no. <laughs> I've been trying so hard to get Heather to drop a few f-bombs today. I don't.
2: (laughs) don't (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you're um, you're a fucking instigator, John. You're the there we go.
0: You're the fucking bad monkey. Carlos is dropping it
2: for you. You're not Britney Spears. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So without any further ado, why don't you go ahead, Carlos? Let's let's have you let loose.
2: So for me, like. Like, I asked, like, so, like you know, for me, like, okay, so I was trying, I had to watch, I had to watch, you know, I was watching a lot of wrestling yesterday. So I, I talked to our friend of the show, Eric, and I'm like, can I, if there's any, can I fast forward, like, the first 10 minute of the matches so I can kind of get through it because I don't want to be up till six in the morning. And he's like, yeah, dude, he's like, you can probably get out to every match besides the Cody match. So in, in fairness, let me just say that I did that first. The Ricochet Logan Paul match was amazing. The whole time I'm watching the match, I was thinking to myself, why aren't we seeing this Ricochet all the time? Like... Like I, I just mad at Vince McMahon because he hasn't let Ricochet wrestle like he could cook, cook as the kids would say. Um, he doesn't let Ricochet cook like he could because he's so freaking good. Um, I would like to see him. I would like to see out of these guys a uh, two out of three, like we saw out of Cody and Brock. So I would like to see them fight again at Royal Rumble, then maybe fight again at WrestleMania, maybe with the Intercontinental title on the line by that time. But I definitely think Ricochet deserves more. Like I put I put on Twitter today, I because I, Chris Van Lee, Chris Van Lee, made the the comment that like. That Logan Paul is our new, is the new modern day Shane McMahon. And I agree with that because he can like literally just show up and put on a badass, um, put on a badass match anytime, you know. And he's that guy that you, that you just, that he comes in, you know, two or three times a year and he's going to always put on a banger. So I really like that match. In fairness to you guys too, like the whole time I'm watching this card, like I'm counting minutes because I'm like, okay, they could have cut this three minutes out here and, and that, that they could have definitely fit in the Becky, the Becky and, uh, and Trish match, especially for Trish coming back from retirement to for this feud with Becky, it deserved to be on the SummerSlam card. So I'm just pissed that it wasn't. Um Cody and Brock was really good. I'm in agreement with, again, I, I like the whole match a lot. I'm in agreement. It was a little slow at times. And for me, last something else too, as a fan, as somebody who, who is kind of, you know, a big, you know, wrestling mark, you know, I, a mark, you know, I watch a lot of wrestling, you know, so for me, like, if you're gonna cut a match, I want—I don't want to see slow pace in the card. I want to see everything fast paced. Because if you're gonna cut a match from the card, or two matches in that case, two women's matches with Rhea and um, and Raquel too, like I, I better see fast paced action. I, I don't want to see slow pace because to me, like you could have cut five minutes off this match and fit two more two two more matches on the card. I thought it was good. Again, like Heather said, the whole thing with Brock was that was a shoot. And to me, like 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 what Brian said too, it doesn't make sense. Like if someone breaks my arm, I'm gonna be pissed. But at the same time it made sense as a way as Brock was like saying, I'm t- I was testing you. And that's kind of like what they have even been about on busted up and stuff like to you, like having Brock cut a promo. And again, to me, it shows that Brock was just so busted up in radio. Cause it made sense as far as like, I was testing you to see if, if you were the guy and you are. So putting Cody over like that, it made sense to me, even though it was kind of weird. Cause like, like I was, I agree with Brian. Someone tries to break my arm. I'm not gonna be like, hi buddy. um Again, to me, the, the, the Slim Jim Battle roll, it is what it was. Like, that was it was to put net on the card. And it finally was his moment. I, he deserved it, especially that was a good payoff for the fans. So I'm happy that that was there. Um, the Gunther, the Shayna Baszler and Ronda match, that's the one match I got to watch on my lunch. And I was like, of course, this is the match that's on during my lunch. Um, I disagree with you guys as far as I think they did a really good job building the, building the card. Like, I think the fact that they gave them that those two segments on Raw was really good. Um, it's just unfortunate the fans weren't into it. And again wrestling fans get to, you know, they don't have to explain their fandom. And to me, it was one of those things where, you know, the fans, they didn't like it and they, and they walked out and they were, you know, you could definitely see it on the car, the, the fans were, you know, in droves, walking to the bathroom, walking to go get, to go get something to eat. And it was just sad because I feel like those women um, deserved better than that, you know, especially with with the buildup to it. But again, fans, it is what it is. um. With the Gunther and Drew match, I was just happy to see Gun- happy to see Drew put Gunther over like that because I think that Gunther deserved that with the rain he's been having. Um, but again, the match it it really again it, it is what it is like it it was what I expected it to be. Um, the Seth and Finn match was really good. I just wish Finn would have had more of a little bit of offense, I guess, without having to have the Judgment Day there to interfere. Um, I want I really wanted to see Seth win. I mean, I really wanted to see Finn win, but it does add more layers to the card. But again, it was a good match. Um and again, it just they they paid off to their their past. Again, I picked I picked EO Sky to win, so I was really glad to um to see her get the title at the end. The one thing that I thought was funny was that wrestling fans complain about, you know, them pat them patting Charlotte's wins, but they're doing the same thing with Bianca. I think, you know, if you, they gave Bianca another title reign and just to have her lose it two minutes later. So, but, and again, it's just a, I didn't see fans online complaining about that. So again, you know, if you're going to give the criticism about Charlotte, you gotta, you gotta be equal and give it to Bianca too, as far as WWE booking, because you can t- definitely see they're just patting Bianca's wins as well, which she deserves it again. Um, but again, I'm happy for Eosky. Again, I just I feel really bad for Oscar. She's like the bridesmaid here. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Oscar go off and do tag team or something. But again, who they can Eosky makes sense as a partner, so I don't know if they're going to do that. But again, I, I feel bad for Oscar. Um, but at the same time, I'm glad to see them pull the trigger with Eosky. Um, I hated the main event. Um, I think Dar- like um, Dorby Allen, who's a, a follower on Twitter, he posted that when they first talked about this tribal warfare match. One of the stipulation was there were supposed to be no interference. So you're going to have all these guys interfere. Then you sh- the match should have been called for Jay. And I get there's no qualification, but um, if there's not supposed to be any interference in the match, then obviously there was, and I agree with you guys. It, it just was stupid to me. I thought that with the, with the, with everything else, with the, with the building, it was almost like an hour for this. And again, to me, as somebody watching this, they could have cut the match in half and, and let, and let Charlotte or let Becky and Trish fight, um, it was just, it was hot garbage. If you ask, if I'm being honest, I didn't like it at all. Again, to me, it doesn't make sense that it takes three guys to beat Jey Uso. Again, to me, if you're gonna have Roman go over, that's fine. But Roman should have just done it cleanly, just one on one, just being an asshole and cheating the win. It shouldn't have took all those guys to finish him. Um, I rather, I rather have seen Roman leave have Jay come back into the bloodline and have those guys feed with the news, with the street problems and Bobby, instead of getting brother versus brother. Um, I wasn't again at all. I'm not happy with the creative for the main event. Um, again, go away, Roman. Let's let us see if LA Knight can carry SmackDown. Like we talked about on, on our, on our Twitter space on Monday, let this, let SmackDown be the LA night show. And let's, let's see the fans prove that they want to see it by showing up and still supporting. Um, that's, that's all my thoughts on SummerSlam.
0: Oh, that, you know, Carlos, that was a, I have to say, that was the most balanced review I've seen from you so far. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, i just kidding. No, I appreciate your review on that, brother, because there's many things I do agree with all of you on. Um, the one thing I have to point out is I love the way Logan Paul taunted Samantha Irvin. Oh, yeah. Ringside, especially. I yeah, I mean for anybody who's not following um, um, Samantha Irving is the fiance. Uh, sorry. I lost my train of thought of ricochet. <laughs> yes. is the fiance of ricochet. <laughs> so, you know, ha- have, having Logan Paul trying to say, Hey, say my name again, say it again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I love the fact that they showed Samantha Irving's reaction after she announced Logan Paul's name. It was just, it was just hilarious. Um, I thought they did a really great part on that story. Um, To Carlos's point on the Ronda Rousey-Shayna Baszler match, I do think it was very underappreciated because both of those ladies did really tell a story. I'm, I'm with him on that. I just don't think they gave it the proper time to build it is why the fan reaction was not so great on it. But the hate for Ronda... Is what really killed the match, too, because I get some fans feel they were forced to watch it, but you don't have to watch every single match either. So as a wrestling fan, if you can't just realize there's always going to be one match you don't particularly care for, you don't need necessarily hate on the person, but just don't just kind of look it over and say, okay, I'll get excited for the next match coming. But I I was glad to see Shayna get the win and Rhonda put her over because I believe and I'm sure somebody might have some better details. I believe this might have been Rhonda's last PLE, as far as I know. Yep. Nobody uh, knows,
2: but again, to me, if it was, I would have loved to seen her like go put her gloves in the in the ring and, and leave that way. Yeah. But that's supposed to be that's the rumor is it is, but nobody knows for sure. That's yeah. just been the rumor.
0: We what we do know is she has a hard date on her contract and she's not coming back. So. Um, if it was thank you, Rhonda. I do I I will say I actually was one of your fans, not just UFC but WWE. Um uh, I really loved the Gunther and Drew McIntyre match. I thought that was a battle of two big guys that, for what's supposed to be a a hardworking championship, and that's what they did. They made it a hardworking championship in that match. I know there's a lot of mixed reactions and Gunther should have lost that to Drew and other people are saying no Gunther should retain it cuz we want to see him beat the Honky Tonk Man's record for me it's not so much about the record but if they tell a good story and perform a great match and those two did it. Wow you, you okay there Brian?
4: <laughs> yeah just knocked over the microphone you know <laughs> Sorry about that, guys.
0: No, you're good.
2: That bad, that bad monkey nacho cheese finally hit in, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It got
3: in the way of my hand and it went flying. Yeah,
2: uh,
0: I thought the women's championship match was pretty good for the most part, but I think we all had a feeling. Well, I will say, Carlos and Brian definitely called it. They're the only two that called it at our group. That Eos guy was cashing in and. I think after we saw that injury for Bianca where her shin or knee hit the steel steps, I'm like, yep, there's the sign right there. EO's cashing in. Can wife. I just
2: give a quick, a quick, a quick kudos to, to Bianca for her acting skills. My gosh. Like that's yes, what sets she... her division apart from the AEW women. I my goodness. What a, what yes. a job.
0: Well, wow. the, the emotion she had on her face. Oh, after my gosh, program, She sold that really well. Cause I, yes, even, she did. I looked at Sarah and I said, oh god she might actually be injured but when they kept taking their time walking through that highway i'm like oh damn it she got us <laughs> gotcha sucker <laughs> like, yeah that's how i felt <laughs> she did a really good action again <laughs> but i ducky but, ducky quack
2: quack yeah Shucky, ducky, quack, quack
0: <laughs> but again uh, congratulations to guy cashing in her money in the bank and after, you know, one-year anniversary of debuting on the main roster, she gets her first win, single women's championship. Cody versus Brock, I thought, overall, was a good match, and I'm not going to give it great for one reason. Cody hit Brock with the steel steps. Uh, <laughs> that, yep. I, I know you guys saying you're bothered by the handshake and sign of respect after the match. The thing that bothered me was, he hit Brock with the ring steps.
1: Just to remind you, I actually liked the handshake.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sorry.
1: Okay. <laughs> Brian,
0: I'm going to pick on Brett. No. <laughs> but, well, the thing that bothered me was...
1: No, you're dead right about those steps.
0: I, it wasn't It wasn't a no dis, non-disqualification match. So, logistically, Cody should have been disqualified, right?
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was still a great match. It,
2: it was still a good match. I can't call it great, but... You know, well, you know, the ref had discretion because it was one of the main events, so you know, it's the referee's discretion on whether or not he wanted to call that DQ. Okay, the four main (laughs) events, (laughs) yeah, that's AW rules, right? Let me, exactly, exactly.
0: Let me tell you you, that that's another thing that bugged me. Four main events, really. (laughs) Come on, uh, (laughs) but no, that, yeah, I mean, it was a good match. I did like the sign of respect Brock showed Cody. I wish that would have been more of like a WWE exclusive for the network on network only type stuff.
2: He should have said something. He should have gone on the mic and just said something about it. Like I, had, I had to test you. Yeah, my respect. He should, have, you know, words. A little bit of words would have meant a lot there. But I'm with Brian on that guy. Breaks my arm. I'm sure as hell not going to be
4: reluctant to shake his hand <laughs> for respect.
1: I'm Bunch sorry, grudge holders over here. <laughs>
4: No, oh, I we're used well, no, you. I'm gonna go to my car and get my tire iron and we'll iron it
1: out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Violent
3: growth. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh,
0: I thought Seth Rollins Finn Balor did a good job. Uh but I am gonna say I, I kind of actually have to agree with Corey Gray's went on the commentary during that match. Finn Balor was at his own fault for losing that match for not trying to accept Damian's help at that first bit. He tried to hand him the case and mm-hmm. use it on Seth. He had plenty of opportunity there. And didn't yeah, use no, it.
1: that that was one thing I noticed about that whole situation is really the only distraction that actually happened was Finn being distracted.
0: And by the way, Ted, the hillbilly hill, if you're listening, this would make a good segment for your hill truth right there. <laughs> Cheap plug. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, that told a lot of the story right there and seeing the look on Damien's face after Finn lost. It's like, dude, I,
1: I I tried
2: to give it to you. I really
1: hope this starts off the the end of you know Finn Balor and Judgment Day. Yeah, I've, I've but been, but it waiting. made no
2: sense, too, because with the, with all the booking, and like like it's been like damien has been the the face, and now they're almost switching spots again. It's like make up your damn mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, somebody's got to catch up to the Big Show's record there, you know.
2: <laughs> Good lord, oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I might have skipped a man Oh yeah, the Slim Jim Battle Royal. I thought. I I think everybody called that the minute we saw LA Knight was going to be in that. To me though, I'm a little disappointed because it kind of felt like a consolation prize for LA Knight. I did. I would have rather seen him like in there for the United States championship against theory and to a certain uh, media person that was there at the, was the after PLE conference. You know, why did you use, th- what was the purpose of Theory being in the Battle Royal? <laughs> I like Triple H's answer because it was spot on. But in in hindsight, as a fan, yeah, why? what the hell was Theory doing in that Battle Royal? That should have be been a championship that being defended on the PLE. There was no excuse for that one. Much was like Baron the- Corbin in it? <clears throat> no. No. No, because Baron Corbin was involved more with the... Uh, with uh, NXT's Great American Bash, so well
2: because they they had because they, well, I was because they had him on because I because they had him on they had him on American Gladiators on Monday promoting promoting SummerSlam which because I thought it was really odd and I made a comment about it, and somebody said like, oh, he could still be in the Battle Royal I'm like I guess that's true but I was, I was curious about that
3: <laughs> no he didn't <laughs> end up it could have been a
2: meat stick on a pole match right? <laughs> <laughs> what was it.
4: It should have been a meat stick on a pole match, sponsored slim, by
0: slim, jim. slim jim on a pole,
4: exactly.
2: <laughs> a pole. I mean, come on, he should have been the promoting <laughs> slim.
0: <laughs> but uh, to wrap it up, um, I thought the Universal Championship match was good again. I wouldn't say totally great because I had a in my heart, I wanted Jay to take that championship off. I'm like the majority of the IWC. However, I think when we all talked last week, well, the three of us that talked last week, we all pretty much had the inkling Roman was gonna win.
2: And I have even to though you of, picked J Uso?
0: <laughs> no, no, on the podcast when we recorded, I said I I was picking Roman. Oh, okay. I said my opinion I wanted Jay Uso to win. But I said at the final
2: part I have to pick Roman. I guess you weren't listening though. <laughs> Well it means every other every other text, everything you, everywhere else you've been picking Jay. So I just I for some reason I thought you picked Jay.
0: No, because I like now I know deep down they're not gonna have Jay win. I would love to if Jay won, but uh, but my counterpart to why I picked Roman, like I mentioned on last week's episode, was I had that gut feeling Jimmy was gonna cost Jay the championship, and that's what happened. <sighs> and, you know, The problem is, now they kind of... We didn't even see Solo walk to the back with Roman after the match. I don't know if you noticed that.
1: I noticed a whole lot about the whole thing. Like I said, (laughs) I'm over the damn shit. (laughs) Sorry. At this point, they've opened it up to be able to basically have a gigantic four-way civil war. Yeah. And, well, like you... They dropped certain hints that Jimmy was going to come out and screw Jay.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, when they injured him and all that and sent him to the hospital. Yeah, and and they just
1: kept bringing up his name, bringing up his name. You knew it was going to happen. But
0: I don't know if it's going to be a four-way, though. I think think we're going to see Solo team up with Jay and Jimmy. Yeah, I think the same thing. Oh, okay. I thought you meant individual four-way.
1: It could end up turning that way. They've left it so damn wide open.
0: I think it'll make an in- serious, interesting storyline if they have these two go their ways in a war games match, because who all is going to be involved now?
1: Eh, yeah, I'm over it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. You, you're such
1: a party pooper, but...
2: No, uh, like, I'm, I agree. Like, if if like if Jeyus is not the guy, like, he should have... Roma should have beat him fair and square one-on-one. Like, having had to use all this to beat him, just, just again... Ugh, what a clusterfuck.
0: It is. It is because now they've got fans trying to figure out. Okay, who's with who now? Is like now, Jacob- it's like
2: they're just they're too. But they're too much into their own heads now. And again, out if, if you guys. And again, them them giving Roman total creative over, over all this is a fucking mistake.
4: <laughs> the other thing is um, with this whole, I'm gonna call it a reverse swerve of Jimmy starting the rebellion and then Jimmy twisting it and going back. Uh, that creates a um, unreliable narrative. By it tells us that we can't trust some basic things that the creative teams kind of laid out for us. And um, I know that we can have swerves that happen, but there shouldn't be that much illogical back and forth that it, it just makes it kind of like, well, this is just kind of nonsense at that it's point. This
2: is WWE amnesia. <laughs> Yeah,
4: right. Amnesia, right. Bubba Ray stutter and all that other stuff. Yeah,
2: and then, yeah. And again, the fact that there was supposed to be no interference in the match <laughs> two weeks ago. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that didn't happen on SmackDown. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Must have been
4: a dream. And it's probably because J- Jimmy wanted to be prom king or something. Remember that promo? So.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, listen to your older brother, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You- do you hear that, William? Listen to your older brother. Damn it! i will just kidding.
1: And again, over
2: it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, did, I did try to find one of those lays on one of those lays on on Amazon. You can't find it, so I think it's all released over that that stunning lay. <laughs> Everyone wants it. It's like the ring, the precious. <laughs> all right.
0: Well, while we get down to the final parts here, so for the predictions. Uh unfortunately William so or actually no, unfortunately Heather. You were five out of eight. Sorry. Uh William, he came in six out of eight. I got a C. Yeah, you you were the C. <laughs> unfortunately, me and Carlos were the B players. We both had seven out of eight, which means I cannot believe this. Brian was perfection on this. He was eight out of eight. So, so overall, did
2: me and Brian tied.
0: Whoa! What the? So heck I could,
3: I was, what about overall?
0: So overall, we tied, right? Hang on. And there was a, hang there was
4: a hang big bright light that came out of the sky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite got to the final. Like part, your like your old,
2: like your old profile pic where you're sitting there with your black and white with your hands up exactly. in <laughs> neck uh, Whose
1: Cheerios did you piss in, John?
0: I don't know, man. Yeah, I piss in everyone's Cheerios. I'm. I don't pick on one person. Just ask Heather. <laughs> As many times as I send her a Roman ring picture in her DM, you know, she's about ready to slap the shit out of me sometimes. So, But as far as the final predictions, here we go. Uh, Coming in last. Sorry, William. Oh, I'm good with it. 10 for 13. So, yeah, you... You were at 67% there for your picks, which you are still above 50. That's pretty good. Pretty
1: good for not There's, being able to really focus much attention into it.
0: I think I said the wrong number. 10 out of 15 for 67%. Sorry, my math was like, wait a minute, that's not right. So William was in last place. Um, second to last, Heather, 11 for 15, still not bad, 73%. So she lost her top spot from the last prediction show. I came in number three at 80%, 12 for 15. And unfortunately, these two monkeys are going to have to fight for it. They both came We're in. We're tag that,
2: team. We're talking about the hype in your daddy's top. Right. We're fine.
0: Yeah. I, I think the only thing that saved your asses was that cash in for EOSKY. But both of you tied at 87%, 13 out of 15. So, Woo. congratulations to the tag team of Brian and Carlos. There you go. Let the music play
4: yeah (laughs) here it is
0: oh that's terrible
4: (laughs) yeah Uh, all right we got the idea (laughs) i had to have that queued up i was ready
0: uh, well why don't we go ahead and wrap it up for the day here um I'm going to give some shout outs first because I want to make sure these folks that have uh, actually took the time to retweet our live podcast or our live broadcast here. Thank you for all you do. Big Doug Jones in for sports. That one guy. C, DC girl, Sylvia Ben Holloway Derek. The Devastator Parlay Joe the irrelevant fan couple. Saged up of the Saged Up Network, and as we are now a part of that, thank you, Sage, for welcoming us. Today we laughed and learned, Chris and Deb. They put on a really killer podcast. And last but not least, Fan in the Van podcast. Thank you guys for taking the time to like and retweet our live broadcast. Also want to give a couple of podcasts, good shout out, both to Brutally Honest 1420 Sports Bar podcast and Is This a Bad Take Podcast. William, do you have any shout-outs to give?
1: Nada. All right.
0: Heather, do you have any shout-outs? Uh-oh. I think we lost Heather. Uh, Carlos, do you have any shout-outs?
2: Um, just to, again, like the ones that you said, um, everyone... Again, everyone in this in the um, 5150 group chat, thank you guys for the continued support. Just again, shout out to Nasty Leroy, um, Texas Red, and then also um, Mox. I forget the name, but everyone who, who's been in the spaces with me on on this week. has been a lot of fun. And also, Chris Haas, thank you for your support. Brian?
4: Uh, I think you guys covered a lot, so let me just cover fansofprowrestling.com. There's a lot of great people over there. Um, NWO Machine, Vader from Wish, Ted Hill, Billy Hill. We got Austin Boyer plus ourselves. So, you know, shout out to everybody over there, part of that network. And if you want to be a part of it, let's get in.
0: And I also want to say we got our published tweets back on the main page too. So that was, uh, we were having an issue getting those uh, up and going on the main site. So, oh,
4: nice. You
0: can now see tweets that we publish on our webpage at the fans of progress. Oh, that's
2: what you, that's what you I was wondering what your message meant. I'm like, huh?
0: Yeah, so uh, anyways, a big thank you to StreamYard and Spotify for podcasters on becoming our platform and home to creating and hosting the latest episodes of the Wrestling Fans Insight. They've made it possible to listen to our show on Good Pods, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more.
1: If you happen to like our show, we would appreciate a five-star review, and if possible, leave us a review for us to read on the air for our future recordings. And
0: also, feel free to go to our website, www.wrestlingfansinsight.com, and subscribe to get notified of our latest releases. You'll be able to find links to our show on your favorite listening platform.
1: You can interact with us in many ways. We have a Facebook group called The Fans of Pro Wrestling, or on Twitter, Twitter. You can find me, William, at WilliamHoppy8. John.
0: You'll find me at WF Insight Podcast.
2: Carlos. At seats the LOS77, also at Conquer the No, and then on Instagram at Rainbow Goodness underscore.
0: And before I go to Brian, thank you, Tricia pilot for administering our fans of pro wrestling group on Facebook. Appreciate you every time you do something for us there. So Keep up the great work, uh, Brian. You want to give your Twitter, or sorry, your X handle. X.
4: Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's like the X-Pac, right? Um, at the Brian Adkins on Twitter, aka X.
0: And Heather, if you're still with us, you want to give us your handle there? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear yeah. you now.
3: Okay. It's at Girl underscore the number four underscore E-V-A, Girl forever. And roll time bitches. Jesus, <laughs> get it together. Well, I, know, I don't know what y'all want me to say. So, like one time I said it, you know, was like, oh no, you weren't supposed to say that. <laughs> all right,
2: I got something new, Heather. I'm gonna say O H. You
4: say I O. That's what we'll start doing.
0: <laughs> <No>! <laughs> wow, way to get the rivalry going already. Hey, hell. <laughs> uh, all righty, so we will catch you. Actually, I forgot to mention, I will be hosting a Twitter space tomorrow night, uh, starting at the last hour of Monday Night Raw on X Spaces. There. So sorry, I called it Twitter a minute ago. Uh, Oh, just you, just you'll be hosting? Okay. No, it'll be me and
2: whoever wants to show up. I guess you're not
4: coming on, right?
2: Yeah, I guess not.
4: (laughs)
0: Carlos gets so damn intense. Join us
2: tomorrow on for the John Hoppy Show I... <laughs>
0: Join me and Carlos and whoever else wants to show Up <laughs> we'll, You'll find it on uh, You'll find us there Monday night Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern time at, Oh sorry 10 p.m. Eastern time I'm really Screwed up with the time zones again uh, And uh, Furthermore uh, we'll catch you all tomorrow Night and we'll be back on Tuesday night with Tuesday night chaos. Carlos will be hosting on X spaces Wednesday night at the, is it the last hour of AEW dynamite?
2: No, just, just right after dynamite ends. So 10 PM Eastern, oh, okay. 7 PM Pacific.
0: All right. 10 PM Eastern on when on X spaces there Wednesday night. And Heather will also be back 8 PM Eastern time on Twitter. Or sorry, X space with her mental health space. So until then folks, Please be awesome to each other. Be kind. And we will see you on tomorrow night on X and Tuesday night on our, your favorite audio listening platform.